Welcome back to the Digital Health and Wearables series. Today I have another magnificent episode and guest leader for you. But before I go ahead, make sure, uh, let me remind you to make sure you subscribe to the channel. Also check all the previous content there and share with your communities in healthcare. Also let me acknowledge our partners, the series partner Fujifilm Healthcare and the industry partner Isaac Kerr. But today gives me great pleasure to introduce you to Dr. Jonathan Bakhtari. He's the CEO at E7 Health. Dr. Jonathan, how are you? Wonderful. Thanks so much for having me. How exciting. Yeah, thank you so much for accepting the invitation. I've been following your work and you were certainly very active in the healthcare industry and doing lots of things. Uh, yeah, fantastic to have you here. And the topic that we are discussing today is digital healthcare in the front lines of medicine. And the first question that I have for you is, what do you see in the future of digital technologies impact on healthcare, especially primary care and the other forms of uh, direct patient care? Yeah, I think uh, the goal long-term would be to, you know, have everyone's healthcare, of course, be digitized but more importantly, everyone have access to it. Um, especially in the United States, it's very fragmented while you know, different healthcare systems have uh, their own digital technology. If you were to go between healthcare institutions or if you were to go to different cities and different healthcare networks, that there is a fall off because uh, even though within a system, you may now have some of your information digitized. Uh, it's not like a cryptocurrency that the whole network understands or any other form of uh, uh, digital technology that uh, can can translate between, uh, like for example, bank the banking industry you know has, has the SWIFT system. I mean, a system where the digital information is agnostic and gets transmitted to different. So the goal would be to kind of get there because I think we've all seen inroads in digital technology within uh, institutions, within networks, but this sort of uh, agnostic digital healthcare is still a, a challenge. Oh, fantastic. Thank you so much for that brilliant insight and observation. It is a, a global uh, issue, uh, Dr. Jonathan. As you know, the fragmentation in healthcare also in Europe, in the United Kingdom, where I'm based, we uh, have the same issue of fragmentation, different systems in different hospitals, in different locations. So, But I do believe that probably in the US, the fragmentation is even um, bigger in terms of scale. So moving on to the second question. And the second question that I have for you is, what do you think the goals of digital healthcare should be in helping both the patient as well as the provider? Yeah, I think the goal obviously is to reduce friction because I think, you know, we've all had, you know, we've all tried to like go shopping online and certain website is more cumbersome and difficult. And, you know, we tend to skip those and people kind of give up and what have you. The, the more friction there is in a system, the less likely people are to use it. It doesn't mean people won't use it, but it'll just make it less likely. So I think the reducing friction and reducing roadblocks 
uh, where things are easy. And I think, you know, that's one of the popularities of Amazon, for example, is the fact that they can, you know, so people can so easily buy something uh, without, you know, inputting their information every time and what have you. And I think that sort of technology where uh, it's the least amount of work to get what you need to get an appointment, to get a result, to communicate, to get a prescription, what have you. Uh, and then from the provider side, yeah. So I, I just saw a study and I did a podcast on this on my YouTube channel about, um, you know, the amount of time a doctor spends in front of a computer uh, in during a normal visit. And so it is 60, 70, 80% of the time, as opposed to talking to the patient. So obviously, yes, okay, we gave this doctor or provider this great technology, but it really is undermining the goal of that technology would be for the doctor to or provider to spend you know more face time, not less face time. So um, I think I think many of my colleagues would attest that digital technology has actually reduced their face time with because when you were just scribbling on a piece of paper, you could just make a couple of abbreviations, a couple of lines, blah, 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 which I don't agree it was good. Uh, but now the flip side is you're you're given this, you know, Herculean task of filling out this form during the encounter. So I think we need to make life for the provider easier too and reduce friction there so they can spend more time with the patient. Brilliant. Uh, that's a magnificent insight. And it's certainly removing friction and removing uh, existing barriers to facilitate a better connection, but also um, the, the patient to have easier access. And the second point that you mentioned about having less time, the use of technology is great, and we're both advocates. You are, and I'm an advocate of technology. But also it's a very good point that spending more time on the screen and on digital and, and, and checking information and things and systems instead of spending more time with the with the patient. And one thing I would add in here, which might be slightly surprising, is also technology is slightly addictive. We all know, for example, social media, when you start using it, kind of just lose track. If you go on social media for half an hour, sometimes two hours later, you're still scrolling. So technology has that addictive element, which it can be a, a negative connotation there. Thank you so mm -hmm. much for these magnificent insights. The third and last question that I have for you is, what do you think is holding back further advances in digital technology in healthcare? You know, I, I think it's the fact that um, the technology has to ha has multiple masters. You know, we, we have government regulation, you know, we have insurance companies, third party payers. And I think that technology is, you know, can't only focus on reducing friction for the patient and the provider, it also has to, you know, make these other, you know, it's got to comply with regulation, maximize reimbursements, uh, you know, uh, make the insurance company happy by putting a certain amount of information and making Medicare in the United States, you know, and other government uh, programs happy. So um, I think it's trying to write technology or software for four different stakeholders simultaneously and each software decides which one to give top priority to and unfortunately um you know I, I think a lot of times 
complying with government regulation and making insurance companies happy and maximizing reimbursements take top priority. And not to say though, taking care of the patient or the doctor or provider is not important, but you know, software can only prioritize you know, when as there are forks in the road in any technology, you know, hey, if we do this, we'll get reimbursed more from the government, but it's going to make the doctor's life or the patient's life a little worse. Uh, as you're writing the code, it's a fork in the road. You, you got to, you got, it's not like I would like to have it all. The code sometimes forces you to pick and choose who who you want to go on a date with and or who you want to marry and and you can't marry both at, at certain situations so uh, us as technology people we get we get in a fork in the road and say okay who's our master at least at this point and who do who is it more important that we make happy and often when you pick one the other one maybe gets a back seat yeah fantastic point there also is a, a compromise in the price to pay somewhere else where the focus is on one side is uh, yeah, very, very difficult to kind of maximize and by make all sides uh, happy. Thank, thank right. Yeah, because the people always say, well, why, why isn't healthcare like Amazon? Uh, I mean, if Amazon has the technology, uh, you know, I mean, we healthcare, which is a much bigger part of the GDP, you would think that you know Amazon should be taking notes from digital healthcare, but it's not the case because Amazon only needs to make them and the consumer happy, right? They don't have a third or fourth party, so their technology can proceed unencumbered. Yeah, it's a straightforward transaction. You are very right there. Uh, healthcare is much more complex and it's got much many other stakeholders and layers of complexity. Dr. Jonathan, we came to the end of the interview. Thank you for your magnificent expertise and insights. I finish all my episodes with a peculiar thing. It's not really a question as such. It's called One Minute of Fame. You can talk about anything, uh, any partnerships, your amazing work, your company, a shout out to anybody, both personal and professional. So to round up, before I round up, One Minute of Fame, over to you. Oh, thank you so much. No, um, I um, I think our one minute of fame is really goes to, um, you know, my staff, my company, and all the people that have contributed to E7 Health to where it is today. I think, uh, you know, asking my staff and our, our whole organization uh, to think outside the box, uh, develop a culture of excellence, trying to make life easier uh, and, and provide better quality for patients at, while simultaneously improving their their work and their experience you know it's been a big challenge and uh, i'm really proud of the organization for the progress we've made and and we're, we're working on even more stuff so uh i think whenever i get a chance I, I like to acknowledge all the amazing people in our organization all the hard work the dedication uh and we're, we look forward to a great future brilliant Fantastic. Dr. Jonathan, again, thank you so much for accepting my invite. Thank you for sharing your amazing expertise, your insights, your experience. And, and I, I wish you all the best. Thank you so much. Brilliant. To all our viewers and listeners, uh, let me remind you to subscribe to the channel. Also, I'm going to post Dr. Jonathan's uh, 
contact details in here, the LinkedIn and social media. Make sure you connect with him, ask him questions about healthcare. And to finalize, let me acknowledge our uh, partners, the series partner, Fujifilm Healthcare, and our industry partner, Isaac Care. I'll see you all next week.